Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I have spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you're diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I am so dang excited to announce that this podcast is now going to be available on YouTube as well. So if you are more of a visual person, if you want to watch the recording and not just listen to it, then take a look. Find us on YouTube. I'm so dang excited. I'll put that in the show notes if you want to check it out. And I am so excited for this week's episode where we are going to talk all about the divine feminine and the divine masculine. So if you checked out my latest episode, it is episode 10. Well, at the time of this recording, episode 10, I talk all about the power to be a queen and what the heck does that mean to be the queen of your own life. And in that episode, I mentioned several times the concept of divine feminine and the divine masculine and that balance and how everyone has both. So what is the divine feminine and the divine masculine? Let's dive into that today. So I first heard about this topic when I was learning more about the world of spirituality, if that makes sense. So when I was starting my spiritual practice is when I really learned about what it means to have the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And I do believe that other like world religions and other forms of spirituality also have discussed this topic before, but not necessarily in the same way as, um, as I've noticed with, I would say kind of maybe new age spirituality. I don't know if that's what you'd really call it, but anywho, so what is the divine feminine and the divine masculine? So first of all, let's get all of the preconceived notions we may have in our head out, out of our head. Let us go into this episode, go into this concept with an open mind because there is so much to this concept that I love and that's why I'm so excited to share more with you all about it today. So everyone has the divine feminine and everyone has the divine masculine and truly you want to make sure that both are in balance and there is so much in today's culture that really affects this concept of the divine feminine and the divine masculine and I would say overall as a society we are off balance. So I'm going to go into a little bit about both. I'm going to give examples on how I've been able to become more balanced in my divine feminine and my divine masculine. So a lot of what I'm referencing today, I got from the book, um, The Audacity to Be Queen by Gina DeVee, as well as Witch by Lisa. I'm blanking on her last name, but it will be in the show notes. I absolutely love the book. It was, I referenced it in a previous episode. So I'll put those in the show notes. Don't you worry. But 
The masculine energy is all about giving, where the feminine energy is all about receiving. And the masculine needs the feminine, just like the feminine needs the masculine. So the divine feminine has a ton of these different qualities. Um, The divine feminine is intuitive, beautiful, pleasurable, visionary. It helps you connect to your dreams, your creativity, your miracles. Helps you to be spontaneous, sexy, unpredictable, unapologetic. And those who are really living living in the divine feminine, they play by their own rules. They are very tapped into their sixth sense. They have they know their purpose is to receive. So with the divine feminine, it is all about receiving and being. So some qualities of the divine feminine are being, feeling, sponta- spontaneity, being intuitive, being playful, having this natural beauty about yourself, and also the invisible, the more spiritual. Um, it's also way more cyclical, so circular and dynamic, and it's all about leaning into your vulnerabilities and being a nurturer and really about community. How many women do you know really have these great qualities about them so many but so many women do not tap into them and like i said everyone needs both the divine feminine and the divine masculine so men in whatever terminology you use for men need that as well okay so then what are some basic information about the divine masculine So the divine masculine is stable, high-performing, protective, and predictable. They have energy that initiates action, thinks things through, and sets up structures and symptoms. Systems, sorry, not symptoms, systems. And they are empowered. Masculinity is strong and generous and genius. So divine masculine is more about doing versus being. So again, remember, with the divine feminine, we are being. With the divine masculine... And receiving and with the divine masculine we are doing or giving so other words that describe the divine masculine doing thinking being predictable logical results oriented functional concrete linear sturdy protective a provider individuality and again I got a lot of these from the book audacity to be queen okay so that is my big point of reference and like I said earlier The masculine needs the feminine just like the feminine needs the masculine. So the feminine needs the masculine to have that systems and structures, the discipline, the action steps. And the masculine needs the feminine because they need the ability to dream, to have vision, and to tap into your intuition. So this is really crucial, guys, because history has a big role in why our society in my opinion is the way it is now and why so many women are not tapped into their divine feminine and why so many women are really tapped into their divine masculine and that's not a problem to take advantage of those qualities and to be able to utilize and tap into those divine masculine qualities we all need to have those skills we all need that balance of both that yin and yang right but Men and women, in my opinion, are built differently and we need to be able to lean into what is our natural capabilities, right? And so the masculine, like I said, needs the ability to dream, to have vision, to tap into intuition. And the feminine needs the masculine to have structure and systems and that discipline. And so in this book, Audacity to be Queen, I loved, loved, loved the analogy she used where think of the masculine as the cup of water. So if you have a cup of water, the masculine is the glass itself. So you have this glass, right? This glass 
holds the water, the glass is the structure, it is the container that keeps it all together. It's the protective layer. It provides a space for the feminine. And the feminine is the water. It is the flowing. It is the balance. It is needs the structure and it needs the discipline so it doesn't just fall all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So in history, men have been often considered more valuable than women. If you read your history in different cultures and in some societies and in some cultures currently, even in 2022, it is more prevalent than it is now, but men were considered more valuable than women. I mean, we have seen for years and years and years how when when someone was having a child, they preferred having a boy versus a girl. And men, and I love, this is a quote from Audacity to be Queen because I loved how she explained it. Men traded the empowered masculinity for control and dominance. And women traded empowered femininity with silence and submissiveness. Okay, let me repeat that. Men traded empowered masculinity for control and dominance. And women replaced empowered femininity with silence and submissiveness. And this is something that I think we need to get just freaking straight right now. To be a to be an empowered masculine, to be in for a man to be in his empowered masculine, he cannot just be like dominant and controlling and not have any of those feminine qualities. That is not a truly masculine man. It's not, in my personal opinion. Just like women do not need to be submissive to be feminine. You do not need to be silent to be in your divine feminine. That's not how this works, in my personal opinion, okay? So, femininity it is, is not weak, okay? So, men in society took to the throne. They made all the rules. We are in a patriarchal society. We know this. And in history, and this book, which really goes into this like a lot and that was one reason why I love the book she really talked about how women lost the feminine arts and she really detailed how women it women over time they lost their ability or not lost but it was condemned to lean into the natural abilities they had they were called witches they were called wildish they they disowned their natural abilities of healing of gathering herbs of being homemakers of providing for family, right? In that nurturing sense. And I want to say femininity is not weak. And we as women now, in my personal opinion, we were not taught how to thrive in our design. Women nowadays, in my personal opinion, in most homes, were not taught how to really tap into our divine feminine being. Okay. And I think that has been a problem for us as women, because like I said in my episode 10, um, the pat, like owning your power of being a queen, I forget what exactly what I titled it, but episode 10 of my podcast, I really talk about how women, we often have like, gosh, I hate when I lose my train of thought mid podcast, but we have just really given up our queendom. So many women have given up our queendom or we, I have found when I was reading about this, so let me go off track. When I was reading about this concept of divine feminine and divine masculine in the beginning, I was like, what do you mean? I don't want to submit to a man. I don't need to do this. I do not owe a man anything. I do not. I can take care of myself. Yes, that is true. I can take care of myself and women can take care of themselves. So this is not saying you need a man to provide for you. But men often are naturally compelled to be providers. 
and that is them stepping into their masculine energy but they can do it in a way that is still tapped into the feminine side as well and this is where we need both and how many times have we seen in society nowadays that women are just trying to mold themselves to be all in the masculine and like I said, women replaced empowered femininity with silence and submissiveness. That is not being an empowered femi- feminine. It is not being in your empowered femininity to be silent and submissive. But it's also not being in your empowered femininity to be basically just 100% in your masculine and not being able to receive, not being able to trust, and not having that intuitive nature anymore right? So women empowerment is often equated with taking over a man's role when it is so much more powerful instead of trying to become, become the man to wear the pants, to dive into your feminine nature. It's so much more powerful. I have found to really embrace my natural feminine nature. And so like, this is where I was going. This is something I discussed in my last episode on episode 10 is to be a queen to be in your divine feminine. That doesn't mean that you just sit around and you wait for things to happen. No, you have to be able to make things happen for yourself. You have to take aligned action. But that doesn't mean that you have to constantly hustle and grind. That's not the case, in my personal opinion. That's not the case that you have to constantly hustle and grind. You can make things happen in flow, in balance, in that receiving nature. Something I have found as I've tapped more into my divine feminine, something that is key for me is having that trust, trusting the universe, or if you're more religious versus spiritual, trusting that divine feminine nature, right? And knowing that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. You are going to be okay and trusting and allowing yourself to receive. And a lot of people thought if we were predominantly predominantly in our masculine energy, we could use it to get ahead. And a lot of a lot of us then dismissed our natural feminine tendency. So I t- I discussed in a previous episode how I work in athletics, and that is very much a masculine culture. It is go go go, grind, hustle. It's in the masculine energy, right? And that honestly can be very wearing. I have found that it is more powerful for me to be truly owning my divine feminine than it is to squash those qualities and let the masculine take over. And I have found that in the past when I have let that divine masculine qualities take over my divine feminine qualities, it's because I was in survival mode, because I was in pain, because I was hurting, and because I did not trust myself. So first, Not only do you want to be able to trust the universe or God or whatever you believe in, but you also need to be able to trust yourself, right? And that is, I think, the first step towards leaning into your divine feminine. At least that's what I have found for myself, is that when I have stepped into my divine feminine, when I've been able to trust myself and know that if I lean into these qualities, if I trust, if I receive, if I can allow myself to rest and to be that then that will balance out the that will balance out the doing and the grind and the hustle i mean even just look at how women were made physiologically we were meant in a or we were created in like a cyclical nature right so with our menstrual cycle so we go in waves and phases and i don't know about you but in certain times of my cycle 
I have noticed that I want to rest more. Or there's other times where I have more energy. And that's because we were made in these be- to be these beings that have different cycles. And men don't necessarily have that. And that doesn't mean that they shouldn't find time to rest. They definitely should time find, find time to rest. But today's culture, this patriarchal culture, was really created around a man's needs and not a woman's needs. And I think that's why so many women, especially so many like boss babes, empowered women, uh-oh, don't mind that. <laughs> I apologize. So many women who are really successful often are burnt out. Not many women know how to balance. And I think it's so incredibly important to learn that balance. Everyone is capable of achieving amazing things. And you do not have to give up some of those masculine qualities to be in your divine feminine. You just want to make sure that are you are you in the doing mode or in the grinding mode because of your in survival mode? Like how often have you discounted your feelings because you were pressured to do the practical thing? How many times? How many times? I mean, to be honest, guys, even with me starting a coaching practice. So if you haven't heard yet, I have opened up spaces to have individual coaching with me and I'm so dang excited for it. I am so excited for it. And I was really scared to do it. And I think this was a great example of me leaning into my divine feminine. Why? Because my sixth sense, my intuition was pushing me to open myself up to having this coaching practice and opening myself up to whatever the universe is going to give so that I can receive and so that I can follow my intuition and so that I can follow my feminine nature. Okay. So I, I, and that doesn't mean I don't hustle and grind. Like it's taken a lot of work I have had to do a lot of things behind the scenes to open this coaching practice and to put all the steps in place. But like I said, you can't just sit around and wait for things to happen. And that's where the masculine energy and the feminine energy had to come together. So I had to trust my instinct, trust my gut that, okay, this is something I want to do. Maybe people will judge me for it. Maybe people will think I'm silly for doing it. But this is something that is on my heart. So I'm going to trust it and I'm going to go for it. Okay versus, oh, well, this isn't what I was meant to do. This isn't what I got. Like if I was in just my masculine energy and if I wasn't trusting, if I wasn't trusting my own instincts, I would be like, well, Erica, this isn't what you have a degree in. Erica, like you're not qualified or this or that or this or that, which none of that is true. I mean, yes, I have my degree in athletic training and exercise science, but I have learned so freaking much along the way so much and I know that I'm a good coach I know that I naturally coach people every single freaking day seriously every single day I'm coaching people whether it's myself whether it's a friend whether it's a family member like seriously I naturally have this coaching instinct and that's why as I was feeling this call to do it it made me less scared because I was trusting that my intuition was leading me down the right path versus just doing what society was telling me right And so another essence, I have noticed that as I've started to lean into my divine feminine, I've gone out of just survival mode. I've learned to trust that things are not happening to me, they're happening for me, right? I talked about that in my very first episode. If you have not listened to my first episode of Life Happens For You, Not To You, you need to do it. It's powerful. It's probably still one of my favorite episodes I've done, but it's really incredibly important, guys, to learn how to take a step back and think, 
Why am I always in survival mode? Why do I not trust? And there can be a lot of reasons. Want to know why I didn't trust for years? Because I had to learn how to handle things on my own. I had a lot of pain. I had a lot of trauma. I had a lot of, a lot to unpack because of how I was raised, because of different instances that happened. One of my hardest moments in my life happened when I was in Arizona. I had just moved here, not even here a couple months. Like I think I was here two, three months at this point by my freaking self. I had basically no friends. I knew about three people here and I had barely known them. Like I said, I just moved like two days before and I had to learn how to navigate this intense pain that triggered like this traumatic incident that triggered all my other trauma that I already had. And it was so painful. It was so freaking painful, guys. And I had to learn how to trust myself and how to heal. And I had to nurture myself. And I think that's something that's really important is leaning into, like I said, the divine feminine is nurturing. So that doesn't just mean, oh, make your man a fucking sandwich. No, nurture yourself. Want to know what's nurturing for me? Going for walks with my dogs. Drinking my water. Going to the gym. That's nurturing for me. Listening to my favorite podcasts. Reading my favorite books because it brings me joy. Spending time in nature. Getting a paddleboard and actually using it. That is nurturing for me. Okay? And those little things helped me to help me to take a step back and help me to get out of survival mode. It was actually really funny. That night, I'm that night, I'm going to speak more on, on another episode, but when that happened, right after that, it caused a chain reaction. It caused me to make decisions that helped me to grow as a human. It helped me to become a better person and it helped me to lean into my divine feminine because I had no other choice. I was so broken and sad. I was so broken and sad and I was in survival mode for so fucking long and I learned that honestly I felt like I couldn't really trust anyone else so I had to learn how to trust myself okay and I had to learn how to trust that everything was happening for me and not to me and that's really hard that's really 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 hard I understand that but it was powerful and my moon magic practice which I'm going to do a whole episode about it but I want to see if I could get the founder on because she will be able to explain it much better than I can My moon magic practice talks about the yin and yang. So the different moon cycles, the different moon phases, they have yang energy or yang energy. And yang energy is that feminine, that being, that receiving energy. And that yang energy is that doing energy. And so what I've loved in that practice is through the journaling and through the prompts and having done it almost two years now, I've learned how to be. I've learned how to rest. I've learned that it is okay to not always be on the go. We need that rest. So this is where I say, yes, women and men are made differently. Yes, we need to be able to lean into our divine feminine and our divine masculine. But you need to be able to have a beautiful blend of both. You can't just only live in one. If you live in only divine feminine, that's going to be bad. If you live in only the divine masculine, that's also going to be bad. So what I found interesting in this book, they discussed how modern women have often lost touch with their own femininity and their true power as women. And they call it the injured feminine instinct, which comes from another book, um, Women Who Run With the Wolves. And I'm blanking on the author. I haven't read it yet. It's actually, I'm looking at it now. It's sitting on my bookshelf. I need to read it. But 
That's where in Audacity to Be a Queen, she talks about this concept of the injured feminine instinct. And often people with an injured feminine instinct struggle to receive love, attention, wisdom, and clarity that we crave, right? And this is, this can be applicable to men, right? And this is where I think true men, true men have been able to tap into both their feminine side and their masculine side. And honestly, Kyle may be mad if I talk about this, but I think he's a great example because yes, he has all these masculine qualities, right? He is a provider. He is a doer. He has all these things I listed before, but he also knows how to be nurturing. He also trusts his instinct. He also knows how to just be and how to just enjoy life in that pleasure, which we all need for the feminine side. He has that balance. And I've learned to have that balance too. And I think that's why when we came together as a couple, when we first met, it just clicked so well and we've been able to help each other grow, right? But because we both had worked on these things and we both had our own, we both had our own struggles from the past, right? Because who doesn't? And we've been able to help each other grow and he's helped me to step into my, he's honestly, with him being such a strong like masculine man and like having in my opinion really tapped into both the both sides of that masculine and feminine energy even though he probably wouldn't even know what I'm talking about or recognize that because like he's not a quote feminine man by any means but he knows how to nurture and he knows how to be loving and he knows how to be and all those like qualities of the divine feminine right he allowed me and by being also by being a provider and that and that doesn't mean oh he doesn't like pay my bills but I just know he's there for me I know he's gonna take care of me I know he like I can trust him right and that has allowed me to get out of survival mode it has allowed me to put down my walls right and it is so incredibly powerful to be able to do that but you don't need a partner to be able to do that you need to be able to do that on your own and honestly the I think we I think we both were able to achieve that before we met so that when we met we were able to see that in each other like it was really scary stepping into a new serious relationship in the beginning right but I had to trust myself I had to trust and I had to trust him and I had to trust my intuition and that's because I had already stepped into my divine feminine at that point and I trusted that you know no matter what happens we're gonna we're just gonna roll with it we're gonna roll with the punches Okay, but back to this injured feminine instinct. In the book, they talk about how there are two, typically two different ways this injured feminine instinct comes up. So you can have compliance or defiance. So when a woman or man is has this injured feminine instinct and is in compliance, the world is emotionally unsafe. They are easily consumed by guilt and shame and there's a lot of insecurity. And they often can be scared to speak up and they settle for being underpaid, undervalued, and unsatisfied. Raise your hand if that freaking sounds familiar. I don't know about you, but I've definitely been in this mode before, especially when I was younger. And I just was so scared to speak up and use my voice. Like I said, I have or I have another episode all about finding your voice. I believe it's episode nine, the power of your voice. If you feel like you struggle to use your voice, take a listen to it. It's a great episode in my opinion. Because using your voice is so incredibly important. And when I was, when I've been in compliance mode in the past, I was scared to speak up. And I settled for a lot of shit I shouldn't have settled for. Now, for defiance. Defiance can show up in forms of rebellion, forms of control, recklessness, domineering behaviors that show up to fill the void. I've been there too. 
When I wasn't sober, I would say I was in defiance. And I think that's part of why I wasn't sober is I was rebelling and using substance as a way to be reckless. And I often, because I was so scared and I was so lacking of trust, I would want to control things. And I think when I learned to let go of that control is really when and learn to have that trust is when I was able to let go of that defiance mode. And that's not easy. And you have to practice. It all takes little things, trusting little things here and there, just starting to trust yourself, starting to trust your partners, starting to trust your friends. It can't, it's not always easy because guess what? People are going to break your trust sometimes. And that sucks. It's hurtful and it sucks. And I know what I've been there. I'm kind of there right now. Um, where certain people in my life have broken my trust and it sucks and it's sad, but it is what it is, right? And now we're dealing with it. But in the past, I would have probably been way more hurt. Right now, I'm still hurt, but I'm also trusting that everything is happening for a reason. Everything is happening for me. I'm going to learn a lesson from it. I'm going to be able to grow as a human, right? So that's the compliance versus defiance. And when you lean into your feminine, your life changes. I really, truly believe that you're able to attract what you desire. You're able to receive miracles. You're, it puts you in alliance with the universe. So the opposite of the defiance slash compliance is alliance with the universe. And you're able to hear your intuition and trust it. And so, like I said, when I've been tapped into my divine feminine, when I've been able to let go and stop being in stop being in scarcity, stop being in this overpowering masculine energy and stop being so fearful is when I was able to tap into my divine feminine. So this podcast is a great example. I trusted the universe when it said, hey, this is something you need to do for you. Hey, this podcast is going to be really, really great for you. Tap into it. Trust it. Trust that this is meant for you. Trust that Trust that you're getting this intuition for a reason. Trust that you're getting this push from the universe for a reason, right? And for example, like another example is my relationship. Like I said, I just had a feeling that I should put my heart into it and that I should go for it, okay? And so far it's been working out. And of course, like no one knows what's going to happen the next day or in the future, but I'm trusting that right now it's it's amazing and I'm, I'm excited for our future and I'm excited to see what we create together and I'm excited to see what happens and leaning into that trust and knowing that no matter what the outcome, everything is happening for me right now, even the things that are really, really, really hard. And I think that's one part of tapping into the divine feminine and the divine masculine. So like I said, you like to start a business, to start my coaching practice, I need to tap into my divine masculine. I need to be logical. I need to be thinking. I need to be doing. And just like I said, you can't just manifest shit without doing it. You have to be able to do it as well, right? But I also can, I need to incorporate my feminine qualities and be feeling and spontaneity and be intuitive and be playful and have that pleasure and creating that community and being able to receive, right? So remember, the divine feminine is all about receiving, all about being, where the divine masculine is all about doing and creating. And you need that combination of both. So it's not about, am I a macho man or am I just the sweet little pretty woman? No, like that's not at all what any of this is about. It's about tapping into these qualities and being able to have a beautiful marriage of both, right? 
And as soon as you learn how to trust the universe and step into this divine feminine power, it is incredible what you can achieve. I've achieved way more in my opinion and I've had so much more growth when I've been able to tap into my divine mass or my divine feminine, sorry, I'm like combining words, when I've been able to tap into my divine feminine and to be able to take a step back from my divine masculine because like I said, when I was in survival mode, when I was still really deep in my trauma and not being able to really trust the universe is when I was stuck in my divine masculine and I was not able to take a step back and I was not able to see my feminine qualities and I was only really doing and thinking and being predictable and being logical. Like being logical, okay, so obviously we need some logic. We need to think. We need to make sure that we are thinking through things, but at the same time, not everything is going to make sense, right? It didn't necessarily make sense for me to open a coaching practice if you went based on the world standards, but it made sense to me because I'm trusting the universe. I'm trusting the guidance that I've gotten from the universe, right? It made sense to me. It doesn't need to make sense to everyone, but it made sense to me. And so that is the combination of the feminine and the masculine coming together. So I want you to think, what are times that maybe you were more in your divine feminine or more in your divine masculine, that maybe you needed to tap into the other one. And especially for women, you do not need to always hustle and grind to be worthy, okay? That is something I think that a lot of women are struggling with right now is they are feeling like they need to not just tap into their masculine qualities, but they need to be masculine. They need to be men. We don't need to fucking take over men by acting just like them. No, if we want to run the fucking world, we need to tap into our feminine side because that is how we are going to get shit done. Women are amazing manifestors, in my opinion, when we are tapped into our divine feminine, when we are able to receive, because guess what? If you do, 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 but you're not able to receive and you're not able to be, then you're never going to be enjoy all these things that you're working so hard for. It's incredible to work your ass off and to achieve something amazing and to hustle and grind, but you need to know how to rest as well. And that's something I love about my moon magic practice is I've learned that there's phases of doing and phases of going and phases of intense action. And then there's phases of resting and enjoying and having that pleasure and just really tapping into it. Does that make sense? I don't know if this resonated with y'all today and I hope I did an okay job of explaining it because it's kind of, it's a big topic and I'm not an expert, but this is my understanding of that divine masculine versus that divine feminine and how all of us, whether you identify as a man or a woman, all of us need both. So this is not just for women. This is for men too. We all need to be able to tap into our divine masculine and our divine feminine and to have a beautiful marriage between the two because that is truly how we're able to get stuff done. All right, y'all. Thank you so freaking much for tapping in today. I are for tuning in today. Wow. I am so excited to start posting these on YouTube. So if you were able to watch it, let me know what your thoughts were. I'm still figuring out this recording. So I'm so excited to see where this goes and to continue to grow the podcast. And I just want to say thank you all. At the time of this recording, we are so freaking close. 
to 500 downloads. We are all across the world. We are in four different continents. We are in several different countries. Belgium apparently is really loving the podcast, which is so cool to me because I'm like, do I even know anyone in Belgium? I don't even know if I do. So to all my friends in Belgium, thank you so much for tuning in. For all my friends in the UK, thank you for tuning in. Australia, like it means the freaking world to me. Dubai, I saw we have Dubai in there and all across Canada and the US. Seriously, guys, it means the freaking world. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I also wanted to share, like I said, in the show notes, this podcast is still going to be available. Now we're going to put it on YouTube, still going to be available on Spotify and on Apple and on Google Podcasts. And also, if you're wanting coaching with me, one-on-one coaching, you now have the opportunity to do that. So I'm really excited to be able to offer a couple different package options. We're going to do six and 12 weeks. You can do just a weekly coaching call with me, or you can have more higher intensity coaching with adding a Voxer option as well, which is basically a walkie-talkie app where you get voice messages back and forth, and you'll have Monday through Friday access to me for individual coaching for whatever it is that you are working through. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you guys love this episode. I hope it made sense. I hope I wasn't rambling too long, but I so appreciate you guys so much and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for resources that I shared in today's episode and of course to connect with me on social. You can find me at Instagram at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. I always love hearing from you. So leave a comment, leave a review, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about. And don't forget to tag me if you share the episode with your friends or with your family or on your story. If you want to hear more empowering content, then make sure to hit subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when our next episode drops. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.